in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. You got the Zoom. Oh, the yep. Zoom's been going. It's been going all for right. a while. All the things are done. All the things are great. Good boy. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to, and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and would love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. Welcome back. Episode 24. I am diligently working on finding couples that are interested in being on the podcast so that you guys can kind of get a view of different dynamics other than just mine and my subbies. And this week, we are talking to a wonderful couple that I've been chatting with via Patreon. They're Patreon supporters, and they have so kindly agreed to be on the podcast. So we are going to talk to them today about their dynamic, any struggles they may have come across, the benefits, things like that. So sit back and enjoy. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your your life, your dynamic. You may go first. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, well, um, prior to our dynamic, uh, we have uh, we had uh, dealt with uh, some kinky things uh, in the beginning. Uh, ironically, uh, she was more of the sub than I was when we first met, and we've been together for about 20 years now, and uh, we kind of got away from that. Honestly, the local scene... No offense, there's a lot of good people there, I'm sure, but it was a little more like high school. Mm. And uh, so we kind of got away from that. And then just life for the next, I don't know, 17 years or so, life just kind of got in the way of other things. And uh, we had a we had a kid and, you know, jobs and all that kind of stuff. And just, you know, every everyday kinds of stuff. Um, and over time, I think, you know, we've always been in love with each other. We've always been foodies, as we say. Um, so we've always been uh, good in that way, but... You know, I think just like any any uh, relationship, you know, things just, they change over time. Sure. And I think we've got a little lost in our own stuff, um, in our individual stuff. And uh, 
you know, you're not going to believe this, but the whole FLR dynamic, you know, I know, I know this might be a little surprising, but it actually came from the guy. Oh, that's you know, a shocker. They got, they got, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> I'm a little sarcastic. <laughs> I'm very sarcastic. That's I like all it. Right. No. So, uh, so I, I had brought it up. I gave her some, uh, some literature to review and we had talked about it a little bit. And, um, and ironically, prior to this podcast, um, she was like, well, I'm not a dominatrix or anything. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't know. This was you want to do this. That's fine. It's like, you know, well, you know, this is what our dynamic is like. It's just, you know, I like, the idea of being a gentleman. I like the idea of chivalry. I like that whole concept. And I just, you know, I want to do nice things for her. And from my perspective, uh, having that change, having that change in my head uh, really helped uh, bring us so much closer together. And I feel like we're back on our honeymoon again, actually, you know, so uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, the, the basic things that we do in our dynamic is definitely chastity is a, an important thing. Apparently, um, sissification is now I like and a little humility. I guess that just started today. So, you know, a little my an outfit for the very first time. I've never worn this thing before. So, uh, um, I, w- I wear the chassis device. I love the chassis device. Um, as has often been said by you all and others, it's like she's holding me all the time. She's holding me right now, actually. Literally. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Making sure I don't say something wrong. And, ah! <laughs> so uh, a lot of tease and denial. Uh, I haven't actually, I haven't come in like three weeks mm. now. So, um, so we keep that uh, there. And I, and I like that a lot. That also makes me feel young again mm-hmm. too. Um, mid fifties. So uh, some of that has decayed over time, uh, but it's, uh, I feel really, really, really good, really happy. And I'm in more in love with you than I ever had. I've ever been before. All right. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right. Perfect. You talked so much, I forgot. Oh, I have a question, though. (laughs) How did you react when he came to you with this whole idea of this dynamic? I mean, what what were your first thoughts? Were you like, man, you're fucking crazy? Or were you, you know, what did you think? No, luckily, I mean, a lot of it goes back to, believe it or not, fan fiction. You know, Mm -hmm. everyone says, oh, I don't read fan fiction. And yet you see these things that have 10 million hits. Like, yeah, okay, no one's reading this. And I had read so much, and all the stuff I wrote was always man-on-man, Sherlock and Watson or Kirk and Spock. And there was always a slight degree of what we have going on here. So for me, it was just like, oh, yeah, I read okay. all this. Okay. Yeah. Kirk and Spock are always like this stuff. And you wrote in literatic, literatica, too, right? Yes, I, I did write dirty literatica. stuff. Oh, for, yeah. liter- God, I- for literatica? Oh, my God. Yes, I did. Holy I we So listen, <laughs> we are actually producing a podcast for literatica they're launching a podcast and they're interviewing all of the people she's interviewing all i'm interviewing the people he's doing all the backstage we're talking about, um of the creators on their platform mm-hmm. they're, and they're going to release a podcast oh, wow. kind of you know talking about background things and how you got into erotic writing and that's so cool i didn't know you published there that's awesome it was a long time ago in a galaxy far <laughs> that's far away totally cool with my favorite ex, yes, Sean. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about cuckold. Yeah. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> so, yeah, when he approached me with it, I, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Honestly, I 
I'm like the dude, you know, if you came to me and said, guess what? We're going to dress up like gremlins. All right, we're, we're gremlins. Let's go do it in the garden. <laughs> but I kind of like this because I get that stuff yeah, out of this. Perfect. I get massages. I get a clean house. You get to torment me with I do. Chakra. Oh, yes. yeah. The cattle. Yes. So, so who good. suggested chastity? Who brought that up to who? And what was the other ones? What was your... <laughs> so he brought it up. What was your reaction to the chastity? I mean, I know you said very much like the dude, you're just like, let's do it. But um, was that, did that kind of, what did you think? Actually, it was relief because I have no more sex drive. You know, I mean, I can appreciate a fine Monet, but I'm not going to go mm-hmm. buy it. So for me, it was relief. I'm like, oh my God, he's not going to be pestering me and I don't have to think of excuses <laughs> and I don't have to have a headache every night. This is amazing. So I'm totally on board. I like it. So do you wear the key for his device or do you just, what do you guys do in that aspect? He tells me where he put it and then I forget and I have to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have access to the key, uh, you know, if I need to get out of it or not. So it's, it doesn't wear around her neck or anything like that yet. Which yeah. is safer yeah. than just telling me because as an old stoner, I'm not for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I have a vested well, interest in remembering where it is. Yes. So, yes, 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 yes for yeah. sure. And the, the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sure don't want a bolt cutters that close to anything that. <laughs> oh, no. In case of an emergency, but <laughs> no, I've already got him a second. Hopefully, now yeah. with the bolt cutters. <laughs> cheaper, way cheaper. Yeah, true story. Cheaper. Way cheaper. You mentioned that in the beginning you were kind of in the kink scene prior to this dynamic. I mean, looking back, you know, I know you've said that, you know, this is the happiest you've been. You feel totally in love with her. But looking back, what do you see as some of the maybe the struggles? I don't know how to how to what am I trying to say here? Can you help me out? Like, look into my eyes and tell okay. me what I'm thinking. OK, <laughs> OK. So here's one question to ask. So when I came to the realization that I was submissive, like, like, oh shit, this is who I am. Once I made that discovery, I looked back in my life and I saw all these little glimpses of, oh yeah, that makes total sense now. Not knowing anything about this when I was, you know, 10, 14, whatever it was, you know. 10. Wow. Well. Continue. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Is there anything in either of your lives, if you look way back, that you've noticed about yourself that would play into what you are like now? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> when I, my family we used to go on a lot of road trips when I was young, and literally I was six years old and tying myself up in the back seat with the seat <laughs> and pretending that I was being kidnapped. That, that's nice. <laughs> I love it. Well, <clears throat> you know, uh, I don't I can't top that. Uh, but, uh, you know, we had two role models in, in my area. The, the big one was Evil Knievel. So I broke my leg on my bicycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and nice. Houdini, we would, my, my friends and I, we would play Houdini and we would tie each other up, you know? Okay. And, uh, I had a funny feeling. So <laughs> I yeah. was too young to kind of figure it out. And, uh, you know, and I, and I saw some movie about like, it was just like the society of women and the men were subjugated. And I was like. I got another funny feeling there. You know, that's kind of cool. Okay. You know, so okay. female led movie. I can't remember what it was. I was, you know, probably in the 10 year old range somewhere around there. So sure. So there was that. I think that, um, you know, 
if if we were to fast forward, what I, what I if I was interpreting what you were um, talking about initially uh, was that you know I think that where I've been the the least happy is when I've tried to fit the mold that you're supposed to fit when you're a man, right? So okay. I got married, I've got a kid. You know, I'm supposed to be the big breadwinner, and I'm supposed to do all this, and it's my responsibility. And and in some ways, I think, and I, I'm hoping this is generalizable, you know, for for other men out there thinking about this kind of stuff it's like first of all that's a lot of pressure and i don't mind pressure i don't mind doing that for my family because i'm making sacrifices for my family i like insurance because i i love you i love you too i love dental insurance oh yeah (laughs) but it's like i I think that there's a mindset that happens and happened with me too i fell into this trap where it's like you know i've got i'm making you know we've got health insurance i have a good job we're paying the bills all that stuff is good isn't that enough you know and no, it's not enough. You have to be there emotionally. You have to be there um, psychologically. You have to be present. You have to continue to do nice things. You got to do those little things. Uh, you know, remembering to make the coffee right. <laughs> you know, remember to buy the coffee when you say you're out. You know, just trying to think and remember about all those things. And it's just when you become, at least for me, when I become other centered and other focused, I'm, I'm kind of from a caretaker family. Um, that's when I'm happiest is when I'm taking care of okay. the else. And I had a lot of changes at work and things like that. So I really wasn't getting, um, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't really getting that through work anymore. I mean, I work in human services and I'm in a different position now where I don't do any direct care. So I really needed okay. to be in that position where it's like, I need, I need to, you know, I need to do some nice and I was completely upfront from day one, even when I was pregnant. I'm like, I am not a mom. I, I, I'm a mom to my son. But if you think I'm making cookies and washing the fuck that. So I, <laughs> we were very lucky in that our personality, like when I looked at my family and I got to know some cousins this year, I come from a long line of warrior women. And I was never, okay. you know, like, get out there and be some crazy army, butch crazy person. But I was never ever feminine i have no desire to submit to anyone you know so this really did kind of work out kind of maybe if you can give me an idea of what your day-to-day looks like because i know we've talked and you do still have a child in the home so how does your day-to-day look with the chastity and the female female female-led relationship dynamic how does that work through the day or how does that work on the day-to-day as far as day-to-day goes, it's actually kind of weird as the plague has gone on. He's been working from home more while I'm always working outside the house. So it's always like, it's like the flip of that 50s thing, you know, coming home at night and there's someone, oh, I did the dishes and I did this. I'm, oh, that's good. I'm a little stressed out. I got to go upstairs for a while. <laughs> the reverse of Ozzy and Harriet. Yeah. yeah. I wore something special for Christine. Oh, I like it. I tell you? So much. I, do, do, if you want to show yourself, you may. May I? Yes, you may. Because uh, I know you like metal cages, so I have... I sure do. I, I wore the metal cage. Can you want to see it? Yes. All right. Let's, there it is. Oh, I like it. Very nice. A little. Is it comfortable? Like, oh, very, I mean... It's very comfortable, yeah. Like I said, it's like she's holding me all the time. Yeah. Or, right. Or stepping on me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean both. Yeah, actually. I like it. I like the shorter ones. Like uh, the one that he has now is, or the one that he favors to wear is a little bit longer. And I want a shorter one, mm-hmm. but I don't think that I would like like the stubby, stubby ones that like 
shove it right up to your body. Yeah. But that is a nice one. I like that one yeah, a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, I have one similar to this that's plastic. That's probably my my favorite one. Oh, we we're got a lot of them. And I haven't bought yeah. yeah. You gotta find one that, that's comfortable. You know? Of I course mean, you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only one I the only thing I don't like about this because it does compact it so much that it 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 like pokes out, you know, from the yeah. okay. openings. And when you walk it like that sensitive head just kind of brushes up in yep. jeans and it's like, it's an interesting cessation, yep. <laughs> you know, but I wouldn't want to be walking um, for too long. I'm not going to lie. I like it more now. <laughs> so much more. I move a lot around in, in my job. So um, I suspect that I'd feel those effects as well. No, it, even after one. everything snapped into place, our dynamic, our day-to-day out public dynamic didn't change that much because we were already kind of there yeah you know what i mean i think we're just a lot happier yeah you know that I, think, I think there's just like yeah there's just i mean i that's this way i'm not i'm not pretending to be something i'm not i mm-hmm. but i and i still work at my job and my job i'm working even better at my job because i'm happier sure. so it's like just you know if anything be yourself you know just be yourself absolutely yep absolutely like you've often i've often heard you say you know it's not about what's in change and all that other kinds of stuff i mean it can be if nope. well, that's what, what it's into um mm-hmm. but we really don't do a lot of that we do a little low bondage here and there um and mm-hmm. damn cattle prod but not a lot of whips and chains or anything you know but it mm-hmm. does love yeah. to torment me and she's finding new ways to do that and that she gets that look in her eyes and i know Oh boy. <laughs> I'm really glad yep. you're liking it though. That's the best thing is that you, you're, you're right. enjoying it. Cause anytime I feel like she's doing something for me because I enjoy it, then it's it's like, it, it's a turnoff. Which is like, actually absolutely where the dynamic <clears throat> stumbles for us because yeah. you don't want to wear, ch- don't wear it. I'm much more concerned that it's uncomfortable for you. I don't want to think that you're running around getting a blister on your dick from wearing something to make me happy. I would prefer you blister free, but if it makes you happy, but then we get in that big circle of, well, I want you to be happy, but I want you to be happy. Yeah. Right. I got a blister on my dick from jerking off. You didn't care about that blister. That's <laughs> that's punishment. They always say, if you, if you play with it too much, it's going to fall off. And you were just a step away. I mean, it was blister and it was ready to go. Stop fucking touching it. So, yeah, everything's like a lot better. Uh, we're just a lot happier. And I don't think really anybody's the wiser. Well, you know, until this airs. <laughs> <laughs> I am wow. curious though with this dynamic. I mean, you seem I mean, you seem very confident in who you are in general, but being a dominant, do you notice that you're more confident or do you think I mean, have you had any or noticed any changes in yourself in being more in control? No. No, I mean, I, I've always kind of been like this. The one difference I've noticed is I'm less likely to take shit from people at work, like cranky old men that start stepping up to me mm. rather than be the customer servicing. My first reaction is to kind of step back and eh, you can't do that at mm-hmm. work. The little yeah. bass in my voice. What did you just say to me? You just get that little sternness to it. And they're kind of like, Ooh. well, I guess I have a look that my manager actually mentioned. She said, you got to watch that look. I'm like, oh, okay. Smiles, everyone. Hi. Oh, I have a friend that I always say I would love if she had little speech bubbles above her head <laughs> because I think it would be fantastic. <laughs> like only that I could see, obviously the whole public doesn't have to see, but I would just love to know what's going on, you know, or even people that I'm dealing with. If I'm in public or in a restaurant, I'm generally real laid back, real nice. I'm not, you know, 
being an asshole to my servers or whatever. I'm generally mm-hmm. pretty nice because I've been in that industry and it just sucks when people are dicks. Mm-hmm. But I would be very interested in, you know, observing what's in a server's head and their little mm-hmm. speech bubble when they're dealing with an asshole customer. It mm-hmm. would just be fantastic. Right. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed that interview. We had a blast chatting with them. It was so much fun just going back and forth and chatting about our dynamics or just funny things in life, all of the things. It was so great to talk to them, and I would consider them friends. I really enjoyed chatting with them. So I hope you all enjoyed the interview as well. Be good human beings, take care, be kind, stay healthy, and we will chat soon. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR consulting via messages and video, and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby full and sample erotic audios and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself.